Good morning and welcome back to another um, episode of Small Business Growth Strategies with myself, Odette Beard, and my lovely guest, Janine Dukabu from JDC Exec. We talk about everything from leadership to resilience to entrepreneurship to growing your business. And today we'll be talking about delegation. The one thing that makes every entrepreneur and business owner stop in their tracks and either go, yes, please, I want to grow my business or hell no, I can't trust anyone with my business. Janine, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Odette. It's always great to be here. So, Janine, I'm going to jump straight in. What is effective delegation? So let me start with this. Is and, and This is the easiest way to explain it, but delegation is not dumping. Oh, no. Okay. So we need to understand that when you delegate something, and I'll read you my definition, definition now, but to make it really easy, when we delegate something, we communicate effectively. When we leave the other person on the other end, they understand and they know exactly what to do. When we dump, we're just handing something over because you don't have the energy or the time to do this right now. And that person must now go and figure it out. That is dumping. So let me read you my definition. It's effective delegation is the process of entrusting tasks and responsibilities to team members in a way, and this is what it is, to maximize productivity and growth within the organization. That's the reason you are delegating and handing over the task is to maximize the productivity. It does involve the transfer of authority, Mm -hmm. accountability, and decision-making power while maintaining a clear line of communication. So that word authority for me is extremely important because with you handing over that task with authority, it means you're handing over authority to that person in order to make decisions. And it also means that you're not micromanaging because a lot of the times we think that we're delegating, but actually we're just dumping because delegating gives that person the power to to maximize the productivity, but also to make decisions without you. Yes. It raises a couple of things for me, though. So the first is, um, while you have delegated something to someone, you are still responsible for the mm-hmm. outcome or the final result. You don't get to say, I've given this to Yanin, it's no longer my problem, and off you go in your merry way, mm-hmm. because there is still something that needs to happen at the end of it. Um, that's the one thing. The other thing is that when you are giving authority to someone to do something, you are saying, I trust you to go and complete this and to produce X result. Now, people get a little bit funny when it comes to authority and giving them an opportunity to make decisions. In in that particular instance, it's necessary for us to have frameworks in place. You cannot give someone authority if you don't have a framework in place within which to make those decisions um, in terms of the authority that you've been given. So often when it comes to risk management, businesses will have to have a risk framework, there'll be a decision framework, that helps your employees make the right decision. It's kind of like, I've said it before, it's kind of like when you're driving on the road, there's a yellow line and then there's either a solid line or a dotted line. The solid line is do not pass, never go past that line. 
The dotted line is when it's safe to do so, you can pass. You cannot delegate authority if you don't have those parameters in place. Yeah, absolutely. So, I like what I, I like yeah. what Ronald Reagan says. He says that when you surround yourself with the delegation is when you surround yourself with the best people you can find to delegate authority and don't interfere. Oh, interfere. Yeah. We like to do that, don't we? We like to yeah, we because do. because we like to hold on to things and we don't fully want to trust people. We want to just give our 10 cents, but we don't want to actually do yeah. it. We don't yeah. I don't want to do it. I just want to tell you what and, to, I think you should do. And normally people start with, I don't want to interfere. <laughs> yes. And then they interfere. Yeah. But I do agree with you. There has to be structure. There has to yes. be structure. Because with so, structure also comes the thing of when it doesn't work out the way that you expected it to work out, then you are still responsible, exactly like you said. Yeah. Sometimes there's more than one line that needs to be reported back to. So if you're the one in the middle and it didn't work out, it's your responsibility to report upwards and say, it didn't work out like we planned, but this is what we are going to do about it. Not that guy there messed up. And now we're sitting yeah. in this situation. That is part of delegation is the responsibility, like you said. Absolutely. So how do we delegate effectively to our teams? So we've already mentioned that there is a need for a structure, a framework, some sort of um, guidance in terms of how we make decisions. But what else is necessary for us to delegate effectively to our teams? I do think the structure is really, really an important thing. Um, and I like what Peter Drucker also says, because he says is do what you do best and delegate the rest. I right. believe firmly that you as a person, you can't do everything and you can't right. be on top of everything. So you need to, to do the things that you are really good at. And then other people must do what they're really good at. That's where delegation really, really works well. If we look at the world we are living in currently and with how quickly technology is evolving, AI, Web3, all those kind of things, automation, my goodness, it's just going at ridiculous speeds. It's impossible for you to keep up with everything. But if yes. you do your part and somebody else does theirs, then obviously Absolutely. you will be able to, to keep up with the changes. I think you mm. need to identify the right tasks to give to people and also the right people because certain things with what I just said is you can't just delegate anything to anybody because you don't have the time for it. First of all, what is that person really good at? And then delegating that task to him because you know, he's going to perform and you know that he knows what he's doing. And like I said, the people whom you delegate to is just as important. It's important for you as the person delegating to make sure that you communicate effectively that by the time you leave and that person carries on. They know exactly what they need to do. They know exactly the what is expected and also the expected outcome. Because sometimes we just delegate something to get it done, but we never communicate to that person. The reason I'm giving you this task is because I need this outcome. And yes. you are the best person for the job because you have, you have the knowledge on the subject. And that is why I'm giving it to you. And then I think it's very important to provide feedback to that person without the micromanaging that we've spoken about. 
Because if you, when you provide that feedback to that person, you are empowering him to succeed exactly with the same thing at a later stage. Oh, I love that. Um, so again, a couple of couple of thoughts that come up there. Uh, we keep coming to the same thing, and, and I'm pretty sure our listeners are going to get sick of hearing it, but clarity is key. You have to be mm. crystal clear mm. always. What does clarity in this case look like? Clarity is what is the task that's being handed over? What does yeah. success look like? What does it smell like? How do we measure it? And why is that person the best person for the job? People are more likely to get involved when they understand why them and why this job oh. needs to be done. If you're just delegating stuff, busy for being, for the sake of being busy, then people are more likely to just be like, oh, well, you know, this is not for me. I'm not doing it or they do it with a half heart and it's never the result that you want it. Um, and it's it. our responsibility to make sure that we are giving them clear instructions. If your instructions are unclear, you can't be upset when the, when you get a carrot cake and you expected a, a red velvet cake. I'm sorry. You should have been you, clear about you what just you wanted. Exactly. You just said you needed a cake. Exactly. Mm. So, Yanni, what else? Are I think that I'll tell you the challenges now. One more thing about delegation is that we need to understand that it requires a systematic approach. And that's what mm. we're saying. Yes, absolutely. Delegation requires a systematic approach. And Bob Nelson, I love the way he puts it. He says, you get the best effort from others, not by lighting a fire beneath them, but building a fire from within. Oh, I love that. Yes. yes. Why is it important Be to get it done? Yeah, exactly. Because we are so quick to like, this is need to happen and this needs to happen and this needs to happen. But we always speak about this, Odette. When you build vision into somebody and somebody can grab onto that vision, that's mm. the difference. If you tell somebody, you're making fire underneath them. But when you share the vision and they can buy into the vision, you're building that fire from within. And I think that's probably the one thing that most leaders in the small to medium space miss. They miss that, yes, you are you are the boss. And it is a little bit of, you've got to do it because I said so. But it's more important yeah. that they understand why they need to do it. If we go into our business with the mentality because I said so, we're going to fail. Just like yeah. when you tell your kids, you must do it because I said so. It's a terrible reason. Yeah. And we love yeah. to say it, but it's not effective. And it doesn't get people yeah. on board. It is about taking people yeah. on the journey. And sometimes taking them on the journey means that you've got to take the time, you've got to slow down to speed up. Another one of the things that we've spoken up about many, many times, if you do that properly, you'll be delegating a task, you free up your time, and suddenly yeah. you're a happy person because you're doing things that you love, your team is doing things that they love, and collectively you're creating an ecosystem that produces results and success in your business. Exactly. So... You, you said it now with um, sometimes we give reasons like because I said so. That could be part of the challenge is the reason you need that person to do something is not a valid reason. And therefore, <laughs> the problem that you will face is resistance <laughs> to the delegation, you yes. know, because just think about your kids when you tell them that. I mean, what is their reaction? It's like, oh, that's, you know. So that is exactly the problem with delegation is if you don't give the right reason, you're going to have resistance to the delegation. If you don't help them to buy into the vision, there's going to be resistance to do this because 
you need to help them to understand that what they are doing now is going to affect the bigger picture. Mm, absolutely. And when you I think, do that, that person will handle it with that kind of fire. Yes. I think also sometimes we where we go wrong is we instill fear into people instead of passion. I was listening to a mm. podcast um, earlier this week and the person was talking about a leader who had taken them on the journey and bearing in mind that giving feedback doesn't have to be painful, right? When we give feedback yeah. to people, it can be constructive and edifying at the same time. It doesn't always have to be a painful thing. We don't have to threaten people. You can say, look, Odette, you really didn't do a good job here. And perhaps part of mm. that was because I was unclear or you didn't follow the instructions. These are the results I needed. Yeah. So let's see if we can do better. What are the things that you're yeah. struggling with, right? That still tells me that I've got work to do, but in a way that's caring. And when it comes mm. down to driving fear into people, often fear paralyzes us. So when I'm being too scared to do something because I'm going to get it wrong, or I'm scared that I'm going to get it wrong, people will start dragging feet. You'll get resistance mm. to change. You'll, get, you'll find that your team is just not doing it as fast as you wanted them to do because they're uncertain. And it comes back to your first yeah. point of giving them the authority. If you trust mm. your team to complete this task, then they shouldn't be afraid to stand in their authority. If they don't have the authority or they fear standing in the authority, you've done it wrong. You haven't effectively mm. transferred the task to them in a way that enables and empowers them. Mm. I agree with that. And another thing that you and Krista also spoke about in one of the podcasts was trust and the importance of trust. But if there's a lack of trust, yeah. you will have resistance to, to your delegation also because they're not going to trust that what you're telling me now to do is going to bring any kind of reward or benefit to either myself or the business. So yeah. lack of trust is also really, really a big thing that's that you're going to struggle with. And then how you handle failure and mistakes yeah. is going to determine how that person is going to receive the delegation the next time something gets delegated to them. Absolutely. And it comes, it's, it's again, are you giving feedback that drives fear or are you giving edifying feedback that builds and empowers people? There is a very big yeah. difference between you suck, you did this wrong and a debt. This is not exactly what I asked for. <laughs> These yeah. are the things you, you missed the mark, but we can fix it. Mm. And these yeah. are the, the ways in which we fix it. And I think that's, mm. that's probably where business owners struggle a lot of the time. We are strapped for time. All of us are time poor. Mm. It's mm. just the nature of things. And because we're time poor, we want to push the whole time. And sometimes it means we've got, we've got to slow down. I heard a powerful quote this afternoon um, in a doctor's office. It said, don't just do something, stand there. And I was like, mm. <laughs> wait a minute, what? But it's yeah. 100% true. Sometimes, even though there's an emergency, sometimes, even though there's things that need to happen three seconds ago, sometimes it's necessary to take a step back and just yeah. observe and just see exactly. whether or not this is the right thing. Is this the right thing we're doing? Are we going in the right direction? And that just that observation is either going to confirm what's happening and you can go ahead yes. and you, you'll have confidence and so will your team, or it's going yeah. to highlight something for you and you're going to go wait. Perhaps 
this wasn't the right thing. Or maybe the person that I'm delegating to is not receiving the message. Let me try again kind of thing. Mm. I agree with you. And and the thing is, it's it's good, all good and well for us to look at the challenges, but how are we going to overcome these things? And if we just look at trust as an example, is if you build trust gradually, with the people that you work with sometimes you will you will get to know each other so well that they will already your communication will become less because they will already understand they will trust they will like right so we say yeah. the same thing when it comes to sales we we buy from people we trust we like and and you know this is what we need to do we need to build that trust gradually um, I love what says Godin says. He says that you need to tr build trust when no one is looking. And yes. that for me is exactly the thing is when nobody is looking, how are you communicating with that employee or that, that business partner of you, of yours? Um, build trust when nobody's looking. Communicate the benefits. Now, I understand there's not always a benefit in delegation. And sometimes we just, just need to hunker down and we need to get the stuff done. Right. But at the end of the day, there's always a bigger picture. And that's mm. what we're working towards. And when your trust in your communication is really great, you're not going to have to explain that every single time you need something mm. done. And obviously, when you offer support and when you offer training, then that person will become secure in what you are trusting him with. And they yeah. will be able to, to finish that task just so much better. So I think it, it, boils, it boils down to the, the foundations of every business. Every business needs to go through their process of strategic annual, mm -hmm. annual, annual planning. And it's not something that you as the business owner or the entrepreneur should be doing on your own. It's definitely something that includes your team. And when you go through that process, you are setting the vision for the business. You are setting the big, hairy, audacious goals that makes everyone a little bit nervous, but just as much excited. And you are creating an environment or a space where your team can say, I absolutely buy why we're doing this. Why are we getting up every morning at a certain time to show up in our business and do the thing, even though it's hard? I absolutely buy what we are doing and then give them the autonomy to decide the specific nitty gritties in terms of the how we are doing it. And when you pull all of that together and everyone's been part of this journey from the beginning, then it's just so much easier to delegate things because we know that we are going for, I don't know, world domination, pinky and the brain. And because we're going for world domination, we know we need to do these things. We can't dominate the world if we're not on social media platforms. Therefore, we need to be there. So now I understand that I have to show up in a video or I've got to go do some editing or whatever that thing is. But when you've taken people on the journey, and they, they can see the connection because everything they do is linked to some goal, which is linked to some BHAG, which is linked to your vision, it becomes an easy conversation because we all bought into it. We're all part of creating success for this business. I think the challenge comes in that we often delegate things that don't have a clear link to where we're going. Mm. And that comes back to your goals. How do you make sure that you're not busy, but that you're effective and efficient? And I think the other problem um, you may face as a business owner is, Odette, I've done strategic planning. I had my entire team there. We all went on this journey and now I've got new team members. Well, slow down to speed up. Take the time yeah. to take them on the journey. Proper onboarding of your employees is going to save you months, years in the long run. 
Exactly. And exactly like we said in the beginning as well, delegation is not dumping. And talking about the world domination, like you said, is how does delegation then fit into the bigger picture of your organization or your company? Absolutely. So when it comes to delegation, it is important that you are able to skillfully delegate to grow your business. Growing your Mm -hmm. business is impossible without other people. And if you're not able to get other people to replicate results, no one will buy from you. Because the reason any customer buys from you is because you've you've created the promise, whether you've said it explicitly, explicitly or you've delivered, that there is a specific result that you can deliver, whatever it is. Maybe it's mm-hmm. a product, maybe it's a service, maybe it's a feeling, I don't know. But that result needs to be replicated. If you mm-hmm. delegate your tasks, your customers need to know that they will get the same result whether Odette does it or Yanin does it. It doesn't Mm, matter who does it, the result will be the same. If you are able Mm. to do that, you are freeing up your time as the owner or as the entrepreneur or as the SME to work on the business, which means you can become become strategic in how you grow it. Do we go global or not? If we go global, do we have brick and mortar stores or do we have partners in other businesses, in other countries? If we do those things, What are the things that we need to put in place? What are the training things we need to put in place? How do we grow this business? Do we stay in what it is we've got? Or do we need to diversify? Do we innovate? You cannot do any of those things if you are stuck in the day to day. So if you are able to effectively delegate to your team, you free up your time. You also create pride in what they do, right? Because they do this really well. And if you're delegating and they do it really well, you should be celebrating when they deliver an awesome result, which makes them more excited about doing it in the first place. Exactly. I like what Debbie says is in in the chat. She says, if you don't have the right people skills, they make it impossible for a team to move forward. And that's exactly it. As the leader in that situation or the boss or whoever you are delegating, sometimes it's a team member. Sometimes it's not uh, I'm delegating downwards. Sometimes it's a team member. You need to understand and have the right people's skills and emotional intelligence to know how to delegate that task. You're 100% right, Debbie. And she also says it's imperative to have the right skills to be able to delegate and see the other people's skills to appoint them in the right positions for the company to flourish. Exactly like what we were saying in the beginning is no who you are delegating to, understand if they've got the skills to do that. And at the Mm. end of the day, making that part of the bigger picture, that helps your organizational structure at the end of the day. But it also leans to and and, and grows the leadership potential within your Mm. team because now everybody's learning and everybody's growing. And what I love about delegation, if it's done right, then we see empowerment within the job Uh, job aspect and job sphere but also job satisfaction because now we've learned to trust we've learned to work together we've learned to communicate we've learned to have the right skills because we are empowered Mm. we have the authority to make the decisions and your job actually becomes a place and a thing that you really really enjoy and at the end of the day to add to the big picture what does it do it grows your business it affects the bottom line absolutely and also I think, I think it's always important to let your team know what um, their contribution is to the bottom line. And it doesn't have to be dollars and cents, right? But you have yeah. to show them 
the work that they've done has produced a result for the client. So you've got happy clients, which keep coming back, which grows your bottom line, or you've got a bottom line that keeps growing because you've got a salesperson that's really focused and delivering, right? But the reality is, if your business does well and you continue to, to do well, you'll grow. And hopefully those people who came along on the journey and helped you succeed in, in, your, in your successes, you're going to bring them along. So the better the business does, the better your employees do. And unless you don't work like that, in which case this podcast is not for you. But if you are growing, <laughs> you take your team on the journey. You may have started mm. small and the bigger you got, that team that supported you, that you trusted to delegate to, that team comes along and grows up with you and they should be benefiting from the success. I'm not saying give your company yeah. to them, but I'm saying acknowledge their their participation in your success and reward them appropriately for the successes in your business. And I promise you, loyalty from your employees is way more important than an increase in bottom line because those people will go yeah. to war for you. Yeah. And if I just look at it from the other side to the person receiving the instruction or the delegation, if I can say it like that, is don't be the bottleneck. Don't you now go and be that person? <laughs> you know, that is, that is, yeah, don't, don't stop the whole process by you. Don't you be the bottleneck because there's going to come a time where you're going to have to delegate, yeah. you know, yeah. and you're going to reap what you sow. So if you are going to be the bottleneck, just remember the next time you delegate and somebody else is the bottleneck, well, maybe you need to respond better to something that was delegated to you. <laughs> don't be that bottleneck, you know. Yeah. And at the end of the day is when you, you said earlier that we are all time poor and we're all time strapped. 100%. And that's why delegation can help us with the time management and to help yeah. us to get the things done. Absolutely. So on that bombshell, don't be the Karen. Go and delegate <laughs> properly. Take the time to, Chris, to be crystal clear about your message, about the results, and make sure that you've built trust in your team. And also, I think perhaps one last thought is if your team comes back with questions, have your chop. Answer the questions. Be nice. Yes, let me help you. What is it that you misunderstood? Maybe my communication wasn't right. Maybe I said something that you, you weren't clear on. Let's help you understand what it is. Because if you're clear on your message, your team will gladly go and do what they need to do. Nobody wakes up in the morning going, I'm going to be stopping for the sake of it. That just doesn't happen. Janine, what is your takeaway from today? My takeaway is if we understand the importance of effective delegation, then we will understand that our productive environment will grow. We will grow. Our companies will grow. Our people will grow. And I just want to finish off with this. There was a comment there that I liked. Uh, Silvana said, positive environment equals a positive response. I really love that. That is a great summary of what we spoke about today is the way we communicate to people. Uh, it creates a positive environment, which in turn will give us that positive response from people. And we won't make a culture of Karens, but positive people that's going to deliver some results. <laughs> I love it. So on that note, go and be clear about your message, create a positive environment so that you can grow your business. Because when you effectively delegate, you're freeing up time, you're freeing yourself, you're freeing your team, and you're growing your business. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to like and subscribe so that you don't miss another one. We'd love to hear from you. So leave your thoughts in the comments and we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now.